Welcome to the Deeper Dive Podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the texts we covered in worship on Sunday, and we do that by discussing things like historical settings, literary context, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. Well, today we're uh, following up on uh, some content from Hebrews, from Ephesians, from kind of all all over the place. So <laughs> we'll jump right into it. Um. I was going to just uh, uh, take a little bit of a, a side journey here on, on thinking about things that hinder and the sin that so easily entangles. Uh, this uh, can apply to individuals, but uh, I think in this case it was applying uh, to churches uh, where Hebrew people were in worship. Um, and some of the some of the conversations throughout the book of Hebrews is is rather pointed because as time goes on, folks often lose their focus. Um, speaks about fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. But somehow or another, there are times. Maybe it's just seasons, and sometimes, um, almost very gradually, it becomes the pattern uh, where. People as well as even churches um, lose their focus on Jesus and and um, really get some focused on some other things that are more religious. Well, right. And these were these were serious people. I mean, these weren't people who were kind of like, well, you know, we just kind of lost sight of it because we got busy doing something else. I mean, these were. I mean, we call them kind of hardcore believers of the day, and they took they took it very seriously. They weren't, you know, when we think about New Testament churches, it's not like Corinth where they're just kind of wandering around having a party most of the time. I mean, right. It's, it's not, uh, uh, it, it wasn't because their intention was uh, to not care about it, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm saying. They They did. <laughs> uh, yeah, they did, and I think that... Um, it just raises questions in my mind. Can uh, uh, can folks indeed walk away from the faith? Back in back in the days when I was in seminary, uh, we had lots of conversation about once saved, always saved, oh, and sure. the difference between the assurance of salvation and uh, those kinds of things. Um, if if folks can. Uh, and I believe they can. I believe they can wander away from the Lord. Not mm-hmm. quite sure how they do that, and yet I am sure at, at a level because it's a matter of letting so many other things take priority and take control. Sure. And I think churches can do the same thing. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, they can get entangled in lots of stuff, and I've seen that over the last uh, – well, I've been in church all of my life, so I've seen it a good part of the time all of my life. Uh, one of my churches when I was a superintendent, uh, Westboro Baptist Church, stopped in their parking lot one day. Oh, really? And Westboro Baptist Church is the uh, the very infamous, um, you know, God hates gay people. Uh, God if, hates veterans. Yep. God yep. hates everything, you yep. know. Yes. Um, and um, I, the pastor that was there handled that very well. Mm-hmm. But she was very clear they were not holding a rally in her, in her church's parking lot. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to judge Westboro Baptist. They just – I'd really like to, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Uh, because the bigger issue is, can churches lose their way? Churches. Um, right. and, and I think they can lose their way. 
Uh, sometimes it's not uh, a mean-spirited sort of thing, as in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I, I remember distinctly uh, and think about them often, the church that uh, after a charge conference one night, it was a multiple church charge conference, and we had approved their budget and their salary and their mission plan for the next year, came mm-hmm. up to me afterwards during the fellowship time and said, we need to tell you that what we just did doesn't have any water to it because uh, we only have about enough money in our checking account for about two or three more weeks, mm-hmm. and then we think we're done. Um, I met with them the next week yeah. because we had a pastor appointed there and, and had to do something with that person if that was the case. Right. And um, they were very honest uh, uh, with themselves and with me, they said, 10 years ago, we came to a, a turning point, and we knew it was, and um, some of us wanted to uh, change what we were doing and how we were doing it because we, we saw it wasn't working. Yeah. And somebody else said, oh, no, this is the way we've always done it. We want to keep it this way. Right. And so 10 years later, we are here. Yeah. And so a few months down the road, I presided over the closing of the church. At their, that was their choice, right. contrary to the popular belief out there that superintendents and bishops close churches. It's the church folks who close yeah. churches. Yeah. And um, presided over the sale of the building, and it became a, um, a uh, antique storage facility. Which how, how fitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so, um, you know, churches can get to a place in their spiritual lives where things just hinder what they're doing, and uh, and they get sucked into whatever it is that brings them to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what uh, the writer uh, to the Hebrews was trying to warn them about, right. to say, you know, folks, this uh, this worship of angels – and this bowing down and believing that Michael is higher than Jesus, that's not of God. Yeah, and you have totally yeah. turned away from the Lord. Right. Um, and uh, now that one's a, a stretch, but uh, I guess if you have enough um, – you know, I, I, grew, I didn't grow up. I began ministry in the area of large mega TV church ministries, and a mm-hmm. lot of those folks I thought – began with honesty and integrity sure but lost their way right most of it had to do with money and power mm-hmm. and prestige yeah um and so that can happen to any church at uh, sadly it can happen to any pastor or any spiritual leader in the church right um so we got to it's a throw off the things that hinder us um you know, I could go down a litany here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, another interesting thing about, I think, the book of Hebrews is that, I mean, there's an appeal to, um, there's appeal to the past, to history in the book of Hebrews, but the the it's not the past that the um, the the recipients of the letter acknowledge as the primary past. So, you know, that whole argument in Hebrews is about. Uh, Jesus being this high priest that is above all these other high priests and 
what the writer of the book of Hebrews does is he says it's not even about the priesthood of Aaron, which is what they would have mm-hmm. said was the legitimate priesthood. He said it's about this priesthood of Melchizedek that comes way before Aaron. It's a past you don't even you hardly remember anything about, mm-hmm. but it's it's better than this past that you're holding on to. And it's a really, really interesting. You know, I think about that in terms of our own time, and we've created, I think, a lot of, you know, I'm using air quotes here, pasts that we like to appeal to as either um, this is our history or this is not our history. But what this writer of Hebrews does, very, I mean, it's just, it's, it's genius. He says, there's a past that you're almost forgetting that, that really undergirds this whole thing, and this is the one we're talking about. So even people's appeals to the past, I think, are short, short-sighted, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think we see that a lot today all over the place is, you know, we're appealing to a past that really isn't that old, um, or we're appealing to a past that is rootless, you know, that doesn't have long extending roots into um, our, our histories at all. And um, it, it's kind of a false confidence, I think. You know, I think about the, the title of this series we're in, Building on the Past. Well, it depends on which past you're building on, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> quite mm-hmm. honestly. I was um, uh, doing some work on um, uh, All Saints Sunday mm-hmm. uh, earlier today. And um, capturing the ministry past is the valuable part, Mm -hmm. the Jesus past, the relationship past, the connection past. Um, I had uh, the privilege uh, also, it was at times a sadness of celebrating a lot of churches who had been in ministry for a hundred plus years. Mm And they had lost sight and did not remember their past that they started in a farmhouse or somebody's living room almost to a T every one of the seven churches um, that closed while I was in that district. That's that's their beginning. And they grew. And they touched people. And that past had lost fire in them. Mm -hmm. Um, That past had lost presence for them. And um, that's the thing, I think any church, um, I was, um, I, I was uh, peripherally involved in, uh, in some work by Dr. Larry Lee, who wrote a book called Could You Not Tarry One Hour, which uh, was a teaching on the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. He, uh, in Texas, took a church of 13. He started a church with 13 people. Mm-hmm. I don't know, he had 12 or 15,000. A huge, huge, yeah. huge campus, and um, I was down there. Um, oh, probably sometime when I was on the cabinet, I was down in that area, and drove by what used to be that church, and it's just an empty parking lot and an empty building. Wow! And um, he lost his way, mm. and then the church, without leadership to follow, lost their way, and um, it's gone. Yeah, or at least as it was known, it's gone. Sure. So, I think that just uh, comes as a warning to us at Calvary Church that uh, no matter what we think we might have or where we think we might been, uh, that uh, I keep going back I, in my uh, in my reflections to uh, King David and glanced out the window and got himself in more trouble 
and I say frequently there, but for the grace of God could go we. If we don't sure. stay focused on Jesus mm-hmm. and the mission that he sent us to do and and focused on the mission that he came to do that he's left with us to do. Sure. So I, um, I just uh, – I hope we keep mindful of that in the years to come. Um, and I hope we keep mindful of that. It's a lot of a lot of that's reflective of the individuals in the church, because they bring their individual faith in and try to melt it and mesh it into a corporate body, uh, in some manner or form. Yeah. Uh, and many times, um, those folks who uh, are struggling in their own faith often bring that in and plant that seed in the midst of something that's. You hope that you hope that there's enough good, there's enough solid foundation within the church that it will overcome whatever seed of doubt they might plant, um, and there's enough strength in the church. Uh, but many times, uh, many times the enemy attacks more than one leader at a time when that becomes his plan. So. Sure. Well, and I think that's why you know it's in. It's important for us to be, and this is again, you know, one of those themes in the book of Hebrews is to not, you know, give up being together, uh, meeting together, uh, because that has a way of uh, providing, I think, a um, uh, a healthy space for dialogue about about doubts, um, healthy space for remembering where the center is, and uh, pulling those things, you know, again around. The centrality of of Jesus, and so you you can't just kind of swing in, you know, from time to time, and it, and expect everything to just fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, that's worked out, I think, in regularity, and yeah. that's hard for us. I think in this day and age, there's there's not much that's regular anymore. Right. I mean, so much is uh, is up for grabs in terms of. Uh, schedule, attention, um, pace, uh, all of that kind of stuff, uh, you know. I mean, we walk around as if the sun doesn't set and rise. Everything is, you know, constantly accessible all the time and just kind of depends on when you want to do it. So, <laughs> Right. And that, and that place that we are in, not only as a country but as a world, I think, mm-hmm. is certainly one of the things the enemy uses against us sure so well next sunday i want to come back to at least uh, um i'm not sure exactly what happened sunday morning but uh, uh between the first service and service two and three uh I, I did not end up in the same place in all three i do know i want to come back and talk a bit more about this do not grow weary uh, mm-hmm. because that is just uh, current reality i think uh, for anything who's been around for a while, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's um, whether that's our nation, who is well over 200 years old, and whether that's the church, who is <laughs> well over 200 years old, yeah. or whatever it is, is to stay the course and to keep the faith through that. Sure. All right. Well, and uh, if you have questions, uh, comments in between, you know how to get a hold of us. And uh, next week we'll be back and we'll talk about those things we'll uh, see see what happens between that first and second service next week so until then grace and peace